Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi everybody, Jerry Bryant in Full Circle again, to bring you the best in early Jesus music, back to where it all began. Where did you think contemporary Christian music came from? We had roots, my friends, roots. Now I'm starting to feel passionate about this music, and I've just started the show. And I'm getting mail, too. Quite a few of you are going to hear your requests on this show, so stay tuned. Here's a letter I received recently at Full Circle. I used to listen to Jesus music of the 70s right after I got saved in 1976. It was like God drew me to his new music, even then. One of my favorite Christian artists was Cliff Richard. I was very pleased to hear that he had given his life to the Lord during those early days of contemporary Christian music. Did he ever make an album of songs dedicated to the Lord? Thank you for taking time to find out and share what you know. Your sister in Christ, Terry. Well, to answer your question on Cliff Richard, he released an album in 1978 called Small Corners, which contained only Christian material. A bold move at the time in his career, as he was starting to finally have some pop hits in the States after hits all over the world in the 60s and early 70s. He also had some Christian songs mixed in with his secular releases. Well, Murr Records released a compilation of those songs on one album called Walking in the Light. It's long out of print. On the Small Corners album, he does a cover of a Randy Stonehill song called News For You. So let's give this vintage recording a spin and start the show. I've got news for you, that's that's not a game. Oh, you're listening. I've got. 
for you sir cliff richard on full circle did you notice the key verse in the song goes ever feel as if your heart was whispering like a special voice you've never heard before and something deep inside your soul was ticking as if someone was pounding on the door (laughs) i've got news for you you know the lord is after us each and every one of us because he loves us stay tuned and i'll tell you more about that love Well, like I said earlier, I got mail. (laughs) Although not many folks who are listening via radio stations write, because the past shows are available at the iTunes store, I'm now getting quite a few letters at Full Circle. Most folks use email and connect quite easily with me at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Recently, I received this passionate letter from April Spears, who wrote... I'm 47 years old and I've been born again since Easter morning, 1974. (laughs) Easter morning, that's a memory. The reason I'm writing you is that sometime during the mid-70s, I was at a youth church and a friend handed me a small tape recorder and pointed to a ridge on the mountain. He said, now here's a song that will affect you for the rest of your life. But don't listen to it here. Go up to that ridge where you can see for miles and miles and then turn it on. So I did. I took the hour hike to the ridge, sat down at the edge of the cliff where I could hear the echoes of the birds through the canyon, and I turned on the tape recorder and heard the sound of a hammer falling, and echoes followed. I could hear a whisper faintly in the background as the hammer fell again, and then the words, and the hammer fell on the wooden nail through his flesh into the tree, and they laughed at him. For over 30 years, that sound and those words have stayed with me, but I never knew who the artist was or the rest of the song. I've wanted so badly to know. The friend who handed me that recorder, I haven't seen for over 25 years. So today, I did a search online. I still haven't found the song, but I found the lyrics. I know it was Randy Matthews who did the song, and I want to hear it again, to feel that song echo through my soul again. Can you help me, please? Well, April, here you go. And thank you for sharing that great memory with me and our listeners. From his 1973 Murr record release, Son of Dust, here's Randy Matthews, and didn't he? 
into the tree and they laughed at him as he cried for them and there he hung the faultless one Now didn't he live or didn't he And didn't he give now didn't he Didn't he die you and me spilled his precious blood sacrifice of love we didn't take his life from him he gave it willingly complete the prophecy what's black is white this wrong is right now didn't he live or didn't he Didn't he give nothing he Didn't he die For you and me curtains tall and the battles done I know I know the victory's come drummer you you drum your drum you broke death's chains the lamb is slain Didn't he live or didn't he? Didn't he? And didn't he give? Not didn't he?
Now doesn't he live? My brother doesn't he? Doesn't he? And doesn't he give? Sweet sister, doesn't he? But didn't he die for you and me? But didn't he die for you and for me? Your life 
in his hands Oh, is there any way you could say no to this man? One of the nicest guys and one of the sweetest voices from the days of early Jesus music even if you did come in toward the end of the era, Billy Sprague. As an accomplished songwriter, performer, recording artist, Billy received four Dove Awards, written songs recorded by many well-known artists, toured with Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith, recorded seven albums of his own songs, including such radio hits as Press On, Heaven is a Long Hello, I Wish, La Vie, I Call It Love, and Heavenly Father. He's a walking legacy. I hope we don't forget. Someday I'll have him on the show. Coming up, another walking legacy, Dallas Home. He'll stop by and share his songs and memories in just a few moments. Full Circle. Have you ever wondered how you can make a global impact for Christ while here at home? You can help equip the equippers by supporting pastors and leaders who are already strategically positioned in their nations for the Great Commission. Visit globaladvance.org to learn how you can make a difference by supporting the training of frontline shepherds around the world. Visit globaladvance.org. Hey, this is Dallas Home, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. We're taking you back to where it all began. Welcome back. You're just in time to hear another request. A newer listener to the show named Kenneth Reeves wrote and said, I'm trying to locate any CDs or DVDs for Olympic and Rayborn or Botano and Salisbury. Do you know if these guys will ever put their music on DVD or give rights to iTunes for download? That music was pivotal in my early walk with Christ. It would be so neat to get the music again. Thanks. Sign Ken. Well, Ken, sorry to say that much of that music is long gone. Many of these guys aren't even in the music end of ministry anymore, although many of them are pastors or still involved in some form of ministry. In fact, Ron Salisbury, I believe, is a pastor of a Calvary Chapel church out in California, and most of his congregation has no idea that he used to be this long-haired hippie rock and roller for Jesus. Ron and John Patano were the founding members of one of the early Jesus rock groups called the J.C. Power Outlet. This goes to show that as far as Christian music is concerned, we're the only genre of music in which many of whom are involved in it today have no idea of our rich history and background. In rock music, people are aware of Elvis Presley, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. In country music, people are aware of Hank Williams, Johnny Cash, George Jones. But in Christian music, people are unaware of folks like Larry Norman, Randy Stonehill, Phil Kage, and Keith Green. Those are the ones who blazed the trail, paved the way, and helped to create Jesus music as they used to call it back in the day. Now, maybe you'll understand my passion for Full Circle, so we don't forget where it all began. Looking back to 1977 from their one and only album, Hit the Switch, on Larry Norman's Solid Rock Records, here's Patano and Salisbury with I Need You. 
And coming up, an amazing story from one of our listeners. He reconnected with an old acquaintance in a most remarkable way. John Patano and Ron Salisbury, founding members of one of the early Jesus rock groups called the J.C. Power Outlet. (laughs) I still have the poster from their concert at the Southern Illinois University Ballrooms in Carbondale, Illinois. Maybe you were there in the mid-70s when I was putting on the Jesus Solid Rock concerts, which I did for 20 years in Southern Illinois before moving to Nashville. Next is what I call a divine appointment. Here's a letter from a new listener who through our show was able to reconnect with an old friend after 20 years. His letter reads as follows. While doing a random search on the web, I came across ChristianityRadio.com. Needless to say, I was blown away by the variety of choices to listen to. I found a link to my new love, Full Circle Jesus Music. It's awesome. 
Anyway, while I was listening to your show for the very first time, you were talking about the early days of Christian radio, or lack thereof. You went on to state that some Christian bookstores had listening rooms to try out the music before you bought it. And you mentioned that the writer for Full Circle, Russell Baum, used to be the music manager for a store like that. When I heard his name, it was like, whoa, that's the same guy who worked at the Christian Center Bookstore in Allendale, New Jersey. And here's what totally blew my mind. Russell was my predecessor. I took over for Russell at the bookstore in 1988. Thank you for your program. You've got a new, loyal listener. I truly love and appreciate the Christian oldies. That music was there when God started His work in my life, and hopefully, with programs like yours, always will be. In Christ, Charlie. And P.S., please thank Russell for the Daniel Amos t-shirt from the Doppelgamer album concert tour. One of my favorite albums by Terry Taylor and the boys. And believe it or not, I still have that shirt after all these years. Well, Charlie, I'll pass that along. And here's the title cut from that 1982 Daniel Amos album called Youth with a Machine. Terry Taylor, the leader of the group, wrote that this song was dedicated to children and their parents. The underlining message of the tune at the time was to draw attention to the fact that things like arcade video games and cassette tape Walkmans we're taking away valuable time that a parent and a child should spend together because they grow up so fast. It's 26 years later. It seems to be even more prevalent today with what? Nintendo and Xbox, Guitar Hero, iPods, computers, putting up a wall between children and their parents. Not that any of these things are bad in themselves. It's just that we need to do all things in moderation and not let those things consume us. So, next time you're at the mall and notice the teens with their electronic gadgets in their ears, you might remember this song, They're Just Youth with a Machine. Here's Daniel Amos. And the prolific writer John Fisher is next. And in a few moments, I'll give you my website and tell you how you can download past shows. Now, he needs you now, he needs you now, now more than ever, you will die. 
Daniel Amos and Youth with a Machine on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. And that was for you, Charlie Sitzma. Thank you for being a new loyal listener. Speaking of loyal listeners, Rick Pepper has another request. He really loves the Dark Horse album from John Fisher. He's even emailed John to see if it'll be available as a download on iTunes. (laughs) Doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. This one is long out of print, so you'll just have to settle for a song here and there from time to time. When we dig in our original vinyl copy, transfer a song or two to a digitized form to be played right here on Full Circle. We're also looking for digitized copies of more early songs to play on the show. If you have any and you'd like to share them, just let me know. Each week, we put the past shows on the VideoRocket.com site. That's www.VideoRocket.com. And if you have an iPod, you can download the past shows as they become available at the iTunes Store. And it's free. For more info, go to my website at www.FullCircleJesusMusic. Don't leave out the Jesus. That's FullCircleJesusMusic.com. Say, I'm looking for a web designer, if you know anyone who'd like to help out the show. Something uh, with a classic music theme. Something easy to work with. (laughs) Well, now to that request from Rick Pepper. That 1982 Murr release from John Fisher with the Matter of Fact, That's How It Is song, Nobody Wants to Die. And when we come back, a classic from a band with double digits. Can you guess what band that is?
Full Circle. Did you know that you can make a world of difference right where you are? Many friends like you are helping to strengthen frontline shepherds around the world who are strategically positioned to reach their nations for Christ. The Ministry of Global Advance is helping to equip and train pastors and leaders in their nations who can be effective in reaching their own people. Equipping national pastors in developing nations is cost-effective, culturally sensitive, and produces big results. For more information, visit our website, globaladvance.org, and find out how you can help touch leaders and change nations. Here's the web address again, globaladvance.org. Hi, this is Dallas Holm, and you're listening to the very best of classic Jesus music on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. What a great joy to have you listening to Full Circle, where I'm sharing about the love of Jesus. Through early contemporary Christian music, we called it Jesus music. And in a few moments, I'll give you my website and tell you how you can download some past shows. Now in the early 80s, there was a musical tidal wave of original Christian music coming out of Sacramento, California. Vector, Steve Scott, and Charlie Peacock, some of those that were above the tide, but the 77s had the most loyal listeners. Here's the 77s with a song that'll make it perfectly clear why I do this radio show. When I gave up, you held up. You filled me up And I kept running You kept up When I let you down You lifted me up This is the way love is
the 77s and this is the way that love is on full circle back to where it all began now some of you may know i started in radio back in 1972 with a nationally syndicated radio show called jesus solid rock and now all these years later here on full circle i'm featuring all kinds of music from the era of the beginning of today's jesus music including folk rock country and ballads Now, my next guest was known for a little bit of all of these. I've seen Dallas up close and personal, and one thing about Dallas, he's the same in public as he is in private, so join me as we chat with one of the greats, Dallas Home. This is Full Circle. Dallas is from uh, the Lindell, Texas area. If you don't know where that is, uh, look up Tyler. And a long time ago, Dallas, uh, I was living in your backyard, course you know David Wilkerson's ranch was right there in Agape Force and I was actually a student with Barry McGuire at the Agape Force and talked to you occasionally about one of your passions outside of the Lord Jesus and the family that you love uh, is bass fishing and you love to bass fish and you also like to you like to pop coyotes I know that for a fact too I do I've always loved the outdoors and and I've always said it's not a hobby with me it's a way of life I grew up in a family that loved to hunt and fish, loved the outdoors, grew up along the Mississippi and Minnesota. And so hunting was just a way of life. And it wasn't about trophy or sport hunting. It was like, this is how we eat. This is, you know. So moving to Texas was great because it's, a, especially East Texas, there's a lot of wildlife, a lot of great lakes, a lot of good bass fishing. And, uh, and I still love that. I went out with my boy just the other day fishing on Lake Fork, which is one of the best lakes in the country. Well, let me ask, how of all the places you could have ended up, why was it Texas? Well, I joined David Wilkerson in 1970 in New York, which I'm glad I, I had that time there to do the street work, see where it all began in his ministry. When the Jesus movement was really at its peak in the early 70s, of course, so much was happening on the West Coast in California. So we moved out there to be right in the middle of it. What we found is that either coast, you were so far away from everything as we traveled in the, in the youth crusades, that we just kind of logistically made a decision we've got to get in the middle of the country. Dallas had been a good area for us both ministry-wise. We had friends, relationships, cost of living was very low. So we originally moved to Dallas and then Dave had always had a desire to start a school where we could train some of these that had been through the Teen Challenge programs, come off the streets, to fill in as leadership positions in other similar ministries. So he looked for a rural location which was out in Lindale and started the Twin Oaks Leadership Academy, which trained a lot of these kids. And so that's kind of how we got out there. And we just love it. We've been there, uh, I guess, about 35 years now. Hey, I'm a believer now, since Jesus changed my mind. Hey, I'm a believer now, and everything's going to be fine. Hey, I'm a believer now, everybody's going to see 
Yes, I'm a believer now Since he set me free Well, people think that I'm kind of strange Something's out of place That big old frown that I used to wear Is simply being erased A smile is We want to talk about the early Jesus music days because it did capture a lot of people by storm. And I'm kind of wondering how an outdoorsy type guy who probably would have been very comfortable just living on a farm somewhere ended up being impacted by the Jesus movement. And maybe there's an artist, there's some memories, because there's something about that movement that no one can ever get out of our our minds. It was genuine. It was real as a lover of evolution. Well, it really was, and, and there's no question in my mind, it, it was a sovereign act of God to refresh, renew, uh, revive a young generation, and no one could explain it. There was just a spiritual quest, and uh, God addressed that, and one of, the, one of the main ways that God addressed that hunger was through music, which was what we were all about. The young people, that generation, music was our language. So as a lot of the artists began to become Christians, we didn't have any agenda. There was no music industry really to facilitate what we're doing. We just were compelled to share the love of Jesus through our music, uh, using the tools that we were familiar with. And then the industry kind of caught up with it. It's like, hey, this is you know, this is cool. We could market this, you know, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But uh, 
you know, we just did what we had. Chuck Gerard says it so great. He said, we, we knew two things. Once I was blind, now I see, and Jesus loves me, this I know. We had little education, but lots of zeal and passion, so we just hit it and said, we have got to do this. We've got to share our love for Jesus and the testimony of our lives through our music. And now, it, you know, hindsight is so clear. You look back and you go, wow, that was really something. Now they, you know, they call us pioneers and whatever. We didn't know it. We, we're just doing what we did. When, when people ask me who were my early musical influences, <laughs> Elvis Presley and Ricky Nelson, and that's really it. I mean, those of us that started in the 60s, there were no reference points musically. Uh, I remember seeing Elvis on the Ed Sullivan Show. I remember watching Ozzy and Harriet. I would live the whole week for the final minutes of the Ozzy and Harriet Show because Ricky Nelson would get up at the high school dance and his band and play, you know, Hello Mary Lou or whatever. And I would watch the guitar player and I would listen to how he did it. And I remember as a kid sitting there thinking, I could do that. So as Christian music began, of course, some of my early favorites, Andre Crouch and the Disciples, I remember the first time I heard them, that was the most contemporary thing I'd ever heard. And, and yes, it was black gospel, but it was a, it was a evolution of black gospel into, you know, he really had much more of an appeal, or certainly equal appeal, to a white Christian audience, you know, and beyond. So I think that was, I think he was probably one of the first ones that everyone, whoa, what is this, you know? I remember the early Imperials, as they went from a kind of a Southern Gospel to a much more contemporary thing, which they took a lot of abuse for. <laughs> but uh, I remember when Love Song came along, you know, and it was just like, wow, okay, there's really something happening. Recalling some memories from the early days. Dallas home, and there's lots more. But first, here's one of the most touching of all the personal songs that Dallas has written and recorded. And for a lot of you, it'll be the first time you've heard this song, but not the first time you've heard the message. Dallas Home and Jesus Knows, on Full Circle, where it all began. The pain some people bear, no one would believe. The hurt that's sometimes there, makes it hard to see. to 
Dallas is our special guest here at Full Circle. And uh, Dallas, there's a new album out called uh, Beginnings, and I understand that you were pretty excited about the idea when you got a call from um, Tim Archer. And so, uh, you know, a lot of people wondered when it was time to come full circle, and I think we're in this new season. So uh, maybe tell me about how the concert went for you and, you know, what, what's come out of that so far. Well, the concert was great, and one of the things a lot of people would assume that because we've been around a long time and we all kind of know each other that, oh, you know, we did this before back in the day or whatever. We, we never, ever did a concert together like that. We might have been together at festivals, industry events, you know, the archers would come on and you, know, you, you change sets and Dallas Home Praise comes on, but you don't even get to hardly spend any time. So for all of us to just be together for the days that we did a concert, and prior to the concert we actually had a rehearsal time in June where for about three days we just hung out, rehearsed the songs, yeah, it was just, it was like going to camp or something. You know, we're sitting around, we're, we really are each other's biggest fans. Uh, I remember when I walked in the rehearsal date, and, and I actually walked in with some kind of, oh, I hope this thing works, I hope it comes off good, I hope this isn't just some big, you know, show and tell thing. And I walked through the back doors of the venue, and Don was up there rehearsing He's Alive with the band. And it was just immediate, oh man, this is great, this is going to be great. And it turned out even greater than we thought. It, it, it recaptured everything that we had always been about musically and spiritually, uh, and I think came off even better than we could have anticipated. So if people want to get a hold of a copy of the CD and DVD, they just simply go to www.newbeginning.com, and they can find out all about that, and that's on our link side as well. Here's a classic from the beginning CD, Dallas Home, Jesus Got Hold of My Life. But Jesus got a hold of my life, then he won't let me go. Jesus got into my heart, he got into my soul. Well, I used to be oh so sad, but now I'm just free and glad. Cause Jesus got a hold of my life, and he won't let me go. Well, sometimes I remember how I used to be living a sin. I tried to act happy and free, but I wasn't within. Well, I fooled a lot of friends of mine that thought I had some peace of mind. But I never had a thing until I opened up and let Jesus in. Jesus got a hold of my life, and it won't let me go. But Jesus got into my heart, he got into my soul. Well, I used to be oh so sad, but now I'm just free and glad. Cause Jesus got a hold of my life, and it won't let me go. Getting just a bit tired of fooling around Well, you're trying to laugh your way through life But you're not gaining crown Well, why not try the Lord today Just ask Him in your heart to stay 
And you'll find Jesus' love will be the greatest thing that you've ever found Then you'll sing, Jesus got a hold of my life And it won't let me go For Jesus got it in my heart and got it in my soul so sad But now I'm just free and glad Cause Jesus got a hold of my life and it won't let me go go Jesus got into my heart and got into my soul oh yeah well I used to be oh so sad but now I'm just free and glad cause Jesus got a hold of my life and he won't let me go home and Jesus got hold of my life and he won't let go <laughs> that's why I keep playing the music thanks to Dallas for stopping by with the memories we'll do it again thanks for listening until next time keep your eyes to the sky let your light shine this is Jerry Bryant full circles recorded in the Jesus solid rock studios in Nashville Tennessee written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane Full Circle is a global advance in a JSR production. This is Full Circle.